When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, what up, what up? Hey, everybody, hope you're doing well. Hey, I just want to let you know, I know everybody can't always support and donate uh, to the podcast, but hey, if you can do a one-time donation, I put up a buy me a coffee uh, link in this description of the podcast. So if you go to the description of the podcast, it'll be at the bottom, and you can just uh, go to that link and you buy me a cup of coffee, or two if you want. And uh, that would just help support the show, and uh, I can... I can wake up a little bit more and bring you more info so thanks for listening to the podcast if you can donate that would be much appreciated and let's get on to the show what up what up what up welcome back to lockdown universe some of the bizarre peculiar and unheard of stories of ufo legend paranormal lore welcome back welcome back happy to be back Hopefully you guys are doing excellent at taking care of yourselves. Today I want to talk to you about the incredible Moss Man. Yes sir, yes ma'am, we're talking about the Moss Man. Now many people might not have heard of the Moss Man, and honestly, quite frankly, neither had I. Um, But the Moss Man is very similar um, to some of the inner earth creatures we've heard of, and even resembling Bigfoot slash Sasquatch himself. So, what the hell are we talking about? You're saying Lockdown Universe. I don't know. What the hell are you talking about? Lock, what, what is a, a Moss Man? Well, a Moss Man is basically quite simple. It's, it's the idea that there is a man that has moss on the outside of him. And you're saying, well, who's telling us this? What's going on? How do we hear about this? Well, this is in the projects of, the, of, the, of one whistleblower who worked at Sandia Labs who stated that they actually worked on these individuals. And they... They, they worked on both in surgical aspects and both in personal aspects as well uh, within the base. So what the hell is a moss man? A moss man actually has plant DNA as well as a humanoid type DNA. And what they have is about a three and a half foot tall body. And on the outside of that body would be a plant-like exo, not exoskeleton per se, but but skin, okay? And it's not even skin because what it is is like different plant life growing off of it. They, they figured out a way to create these proteins to allow for um, plant life to grow on the outside of these creatures. Now, some of you may have heard of a man called the Tree Man. Now, there's a few people that actually have this disease um, across the world. It's called Tree Man Syndrome. It's also called epo, uh, epidermodysplasia, and it's a rare inherited health condition that causes wart-like skin growths that resemble tree bark at the end of your hands. So it looks like you're made out of a, a freaking tree. Only 200 cases have been identified since it was first discovered. 
which is really interesting. And they've cut these things down on these humans that have this disease and they regrow. They're kind of, they, they're warts, but they're, they don't look like warts. It's really interesting. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about, but that's what I think of when I think of these, these creepy guy, these creepy, um, individuals called the Mossmen. So problem, what, what's most likely going to happen is you're not going to go camping and come across a moss man. You may come across a Bigfoot. It's very unlikely you'll come across a moss man. However, what they did, what, what Emery talks about is that these beings are kind of like troll-like. Um, they had plant-based DNA in it. And they're, they can be ranged from 24 inches to 36 inches. And they look like somebody that's in a ghillie suit. A ghillie suit is one of those hunting suits that have like leaves and stuff all over it. So they're able, these beings are able to absorb water through their skin. They're able to absorb energy from the sun through their skin. So they don't need a lot of, a lot of food. That's the really interesting thing. Um, he states that it even kind of resembles like the Adams family in the fact that it's basically covered head to toe in this stuff, in this plant type basis. Um, the face is primarily the biggest part that's different, uh, differentiating factor. He says that the face actually looks like cracked dirt. So it's, it's very cracked. He says they do have a nose and a mouth and have ears. Um, but everything looks very cracked around their face, but you, might not even see their face because of all this moss that's growing all over it. And one thing that's interesting is that you got to ask yourself, why would they create a, a being like this? Well, the general, the general consensus is that these beings, beings like this actually inhabit inner earth and they survive themselves. But we, what we did is we took a little bit of their DNA and we blended it with ours and, and created it or, these beings are exactly those beings from inner earth and we're just using them and recreating them and cloning them for our own purposes see that's the that's the beauty of the capability of the government is that you can literally take anything now and clone it and use it for your own purpose you can raise the raise this being up this creature up to do your bidding to brainwash it or whatever or you can just take the quantum liquid soul of any individual and pour it into one of these little bodies so what he, what he also states about these creatures is their head is a little bit larger than our head, um, but they have moss basically growing all over their body, a green moss, and it can conceal itself. It can be used in covert operations. It doesn't need to be fed because it can take its uh, nutrients from the sun. Um, Emery states that it's also a kind of a spooky entity. It's very quiet and docile. And it reminded him of like a chameleon in the way that it moves, kind of like almost like a sloth. Uh, chameleons move very slowly too. A lot of people don't realize that. Um, but if you ever see a chameleon, they move really slow, like kind of like a sloth. Um, so he says that <clears throat> they were also, he was also told that uh, at a very young age, they, they, they had to communicate uh, with their hands. So they don't have vocal cords, which is kind of interesting. So they kind of they kind of use uh, their hands as communication tools. Um, their eyes are black, blacked out, which is interesting, but kind of makes sense if you're trying to be a hidden type of entity. Um, he says it does frighten some individuals. Uh, so what's cool about these things is 
you know, he doesn't say they're dangerous. He doesn't say that they're harmful. They're not out to, like, you know, injure anybody. Um, but he says that they're definitely, they can definitely be used for surveillance, obviously. Um, and these creatures can't speak, so they can't make a sound, right? Other than moving, they can't make a sound. They can't, they can't be sniped, you know, or shot and, or tortured and be be forced to speak. So that kind of comes into, you know, a handy aspect for the military. Um, you know, what's interesting too, is that like this foliage, they can change it to be whatever they need it to be for the specific theater of war that they're going to go into. So if they needed to have a specific type of fungi or specific color of moss or plant life, they can actually feed it into the skin and create a perfect camouflage for this area, whether they need field grass or certain types of trees around the world. This thing is perfect for that kind of, that kind of warfare for hidden hidden warfare could you imagine like some navy seals going out and taking out like a 24 inch freaking troll type being moss man type being or a 36 inch one and being like hey we need you to get to we need to go get some of this intel get in there and like they're waddling in there but they're moving slow because they're kind of like a sloth right um so very fascinating that they could they could use these kind of entities in that way um he uh emory states that he did see that they were alive uh, he did communicate with them. Uh, he did say that one of the interesting things is these things cannot procreate. They don't have organs like we do, um, but they make seeds. Now, this is this was really interesting. He says they ha- they make seeds that have DNA in them, so they don't have uh, full human tissue. It's it's basically mostly plant life, which is interesting. And he says he saw a collection of these seeds as well in an incubator when he was leaving. Now, what's really interesting is one of his colleagues showed this to him, okay? He saw these He saw these seeds, and then he saw a, another type of seed that was humongous, as big as a human. So imagine a little a seed that's going to be left by a little 24 to 36-inch being. But then imagine a humongous seed that's left, uh, that's like 5 feet tall, 6 feet tall. Uh, <laughs> Emery states that it's as big as, uh, big as Wilcock is. And could you imagine? He said he was, it, Smith said he was taken aback. Emery, Emery Smith said he was taken aback. He was like, holy shit, what, what the hell is this thing? What, who left this thing? Because this isn't a moss type creature. This would be like, you know, the Jolly Green Giant type of a creature if it left a seed that big. <laughs> He said, "Who dropped that seed?" And that's that's the hilarious thing. He's like, they're up to up to some amazing things inside of these laboratories, <clears throat> where there there's no rules. There's no they don't have to wait for the FDA or you know the CDC or any other type of entity to approve or sign off on anything. He's like, they can do whatever the hell they want to do, and and that's on them. So imagine a small seed from one of these beings. It can't be that big, right? It has to be pretty small because they're they're pretty small. Um, but what's interesting is that they had these five, five foot, you know, (laughs) size seeds in these humongous, like water, uh, containers, like a, like a aquarium. Um, and imagine if something hatched out of that and then it could grow to the size of like, I don't know, not necessarily Godzilla because that's kind of ridiculous, but definitely like a 50 foot tall giant. I mean, dude, you think about like Dr. Manhattan in, 
the, the Watchmen, you know, just this humongous being that they brought into war and could, like, dominate everything. Granted, you know, I'm not saying they, these things would have, uh, you know, laser shooting eyes or anything like that, but if you took a 50-foot-tall moss man into freaking battle and you had this thing just dropped off, the sheer amount of, like, damage that he could just cause, like, so fast would just annihilate everything. I don't know how you'd transport something like that, but I'm sure the military could figure it out. They probably have transporters, teleporters, and they could just teleport something across the planet if they wanted to. Um, so this is really interesting because this podcast really has two main aspects. Just to kind of wrap this up, we have the Moss Man, which he states at about 24 to 36 inches. Uh, they don't procreate, but they drop seeds that have, have plant life DNA in them and you know could that replicate you know um, very interesting and then they had these humongous seeds five foot tall seeds inside these plants uh, inside these aquariums that apparently they were growing and he was talking to his uh, his colleague and that's exactly what he said they would they were doing so you know to kind of conclude this and wrap this up you know you got to think about these two aspects as two separate entities is there a moss man out there? If if so, moss men, multiply, and moss women. Um, you know, are they, is the government using them for military application purposes? Are we trying to create a relationship with these beings that are clearly uh, in, in underneath the surface? Um, as Emery has stated before, he stated he's gone underneath the ground and uh, to a crash site of a UFO that had been crashed there for years and because of the bacteria that it brought in developed a whole new ecosystem underneath the ground. Um, these beings don't need a UFO ship to crash. They already exist underground. There's been Native American stories that have talked about these for years and years and years. They've also talked about blue beings, but they've talked about these moss man type beings as well. Um, so there's all kinds of life here on Earth. Not just us hanging around. We know that. Shoot, there's pandas out there. Pandas are awesome, and they're cool, and they're so different looking. Why couldn't there be a moss man, you know? Uh, and they don't have to be that tall because they're underneath the ground, underneath the surface. It makes sense. So, is the government using this, this kind of being to recreate or create a new being that is like a 50-foot tall version? For their own purposes. I don't know, but I think it's fascinating, and shoot, if, if that's true... Well, I definitely want to be on the good guy's side. Um, however, that being said, I was listening to an old Art Bell podcast, and Art Bell is the grandfather of Paranormal Radio, and uh, he talks about, he was on the line with someone today, I was just listening to it, and in just thinking about being on the right side, just to wrap this up too, uh, he stated that he got a guy on the phone. Well, he didn't state. I listened to it. That The guy got on the phone. It was an open line on his podcast uh, or radio program back then. Uh, and the guy was like, yeah, you know, we have all these um, riots going on. Back back in the 94, they were having a lot of riots going on. And he stated that we, we need a full police state across America to rein in these riots. Could you imagine... If America was a full police state, we already are so much of a police state that we're trying to break out of it. Uh, holy crap, you know, just the thought process of something like that. And then them having some 50-foot 
jolly green giant army that could just dem demolish us and tell us what to do as the American public when we know that they're supposed to be working for us, but they just straight up demolish cities because, because of the riots. The American military industrial complex has way too much firepower and with these hearings they're trying to rein that in. So even if this Mossman does exist, hopefully we're able to rein it in before it's too late. And Eisenhower warned us about this 70, 60, what, 60 70 years ago. So they've been warn, warning us about it for decades and we haven't reined it in yet. And we haven't reined it in yet at all. So <laughs> anyway, guys, I hope you're having a fantastic day. Take care of your physical health, spiritual health, emotional health. Follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. And Lockdown Universe out.